Welcome to the Tax Sell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dim, and I'm a tax sell veteran, author of the Tax Sell Playbook, founder of the Tax Sell Academy, the leading tax sell expert and trainer. And I am your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. This podcast is provided completely free to help you learn about tax sell investing and is made possible through the Tax Sell Academy. If you are looking to learn more about investing in tax fault real estate, check us out at taxcellacademy.com. All right, guys, today we'll be discussing a subcategory of investing in tax-defaulted real estate. I'm talking about OTC investing. This stands for over-the-counter investing. Now, we've done an episode previously on the basics of OTC investing, but in this episode, we'll dig into it a little bit more. I want to discuss how to profitably invest in OTC properties because the truth is that you must take a different approach than traditional tax sale investing when you're working with OTC properties. Now, I have said it time and time again that tax sale investing is an incredible business if you put forth the effort to learn about it properly. When it comes to OTC investing, this is magnified tenfold. It can even be more incredible at times, right? But it also requires more effort in order to do it properly. So let's review those basics real quick just to get you up to speed in case you have not listened to our previous OTC episode. So when a property owner fails to pay the taxes on a piece of property, that property becomes tax delinquent and it begins the process towards tax foreclosure, which is when they lose that property. Now, eventually, depending on the state, a tax lien, which is a lien against the property or a tax deed, which is the property itself, will get auctioned off. If no one bids on the lien or the deed to that property, it'll go unsold, and then it becomes available over-the-counter or OTC in many, many states. This means that OTC properties are tax-defaulted properties that you can purchase without bidding on. The name implies that it comes from the history of just walking into the county office and buying a property directly over-the-counter from the county. You walk out with the property just like you're buying groceries. Now, this is still mostly true in many areas. In other areas, there might be a slight variation to that specific process, but the end result is that you're able to buy properties directly from the county without bidding. OTC purchasing allows you to take all the time you need to research that property. You're not rushed to get it done prior to an auction starting. It allows you to buy that property on your schedule. It removes the auction competition, the auction setting. It also allows you to really dial in your selling approach prior to your purchase. And on top of all this, most of the time, you'll be buying these properties for just the amount of the back due taxes or even less, and you're gonna know exactly what you're gonna pay ahead of time. That way you can pre-plan how much money you'll make off of a specific investment. There aren't many ways to get property for the amount of the back due taxes, which is gonna be often a very, very small percentage of that property's true worth. For example, I've told this story before of purchasing 10 properties, 10 vacant lots at $75 each OTC. They were resold a short time later and I walked away with a nice little chunk of change. Now, with all that said, we must remember why OTC properties are on the OTC list. The owner failed to pay the taxes. Then, no one at the tax sale auction placed a bid on that property. So right now, we basically have two strikes against us right out of the gate. The reason that the owner stopped paying the taxes and the reason that no one wanted to pay even the minimum bid at the auction could very well be specific to that piece of property. 
which is what we're talking about in today's episode. You must understand that when you look at any real estate, there will be plenty of properties that you'd rather not have. Maybe you're on Zillow or Realtor.com and you find a house and it's just too small, so you don't want it. Or maybe it's a piece of property in a bad part of the town, or maybe it's just not your style. Whatever the case, there will be properties that just aren't worth the money to you. Now, when you look at a tax list, the percentage of properties that you don't want is really going to start increasing very quickly. Guys, you have to remember that we never buy properties based on price alone. We buy properties based on price compared to their value to us. Buying useless properties just because they're cheap is a recipe for disaster. So traditional real estate, you're going to have properties you don't want. When you look at a tax list, there's going to be more properties, a higher percentage of properties you don't want. And then finally, we must remember this, very important, when you look at that OTC list, there's going to be a large concentration of properties that you just don't want at any price. But the issue that I see is often people don't really even know what they're looking at. So they revert back just to price and how cheap they can get that property. Sure, it's a vacant lot or maybe it's a dilapidated house. It's this or it's that. But what exactly is it as an investment? That is the most important question. While it can work from time to time, OTC investing is much, much more than simply reviewing an OTC list, finding 10 amazing deals, and then reselling them without much thought, creativity, or effort. Instead, remember those 10 properties I told you that I got for $75 each? These are properties that the locals thought were valueless. There was an abundance of lots in that specific subdivision on the open market. So what did I do? I had a very specific strategy. I created demand. I prearranged my buyers. I bought the properties. Then I resold them to those pre-planned buyers. Obviously, there's a lot involved in each one of these steps. But here's the point. I used strategy. In order to invest in OTC properties profitably and successfully, you must be diligent and creative in your efforts. And you must have a strategy before you buy those properties. So many new investors just want to pick up a list of properties and choose the best one and make money without any effort. And that might work in traditional real estate, and it might even work in traditional tax sale investing from time to time. Just pick the one that has the maximum amount of profit. Go to the auction with your max bid based off the value that you assign to that house or that lot. Pick the property or multiple properties wherever you can make money and buy them up. I am all for that approach. Do it over and over and over again if it works for you. Most of the time, however, when it comes to OTC investing, it's not going to be as easy as simply choosing the most profitable property right out of the gate without much effort or thought behind it. Instead, you're going to need to review the properties, research them like we teach in the academy, then develop a strategy for that specific property. When you invest in OTC properties, there usually won't be a clear-cut winner just scanning that list. I look at every single property on an OTC list as a challenge to me. If it's a landlocked two foot by two foot parcel of land, I ask myself, how exactly could I make this property profitable to me and my business? Maybe sell it to a neighbor, or perhaps there's something else that I can do to make it desirable. Obviously, that's on the extreme side of an example, but what I'm trying to illustrate is that every single property on an OTC list becomes a challenge for me to figure out how I can profit from it. How exactly can I make money off of it? And again, it usually won't be just buy it, put a FISBO sign out, and walk away with a pocket full of cash. Instead, it might even require multiple steps 
and lots of effort. And that's okay if the margin is sufficient for that risk and that effort that's required. But it's important to consciously look at every single OTC property with the mentality of what specific strategy you could use to make money with that property. Now your strategy might be that you market it to resell very, very quickly and you just have a very thin margin or maybe buy a whole bunch of stuff and you sell it as some sort of bulk package. I've even seen investors before buy up every single lot available on an OTC list in a specific area, which could amount to dozens or hundreds of properties that they want in order to buy and then control that marketplace, that subdivision, that area. And then they do whatever they want with it, right? Maybe it's a national campaign and they just increase value because they control all the comparables. Or maybe they decide to build houses on them and develop them. They find an approach that will work with each other's properties to make it profitable for them. The point is they went in with a strategy. There's so many different strategies you could utilize for investing in OTC properties. So what I want you to do is the next time you look at an OTC list, don't just look at it to pick out the most profitable property. If you can, that's great. But as we discussed, there's a good chance that that property is just not going to pop out at you immediately. Instead, what you need to do is review every single property. Determine what your strategy could be with that property to make it profitable. Then decide if it's worth the time and money investment. If it isn't, move on. If it is, buy it up, execute your plan, and make money. OTC investing is an incredible business if you approach it correctly. Now, as we discussed, it does require a slightly specialized skill set to learn how to properly strategize for OTC properties. So over the last few months, I've actually worked on creating an OTC-specific class that will help teach you the skill set required to successfully invest in OTC properties. It's called OTC Class. Now, it's not an all-encompassing tax investing class. Instead, it'll teach you solely about OTC investing. Now, I've already released it to my startup and lifetime tax law academy members as part of their package. It's also available separately for purchase at otcclass.com if you want more information, and I'll link it down below in the show notes. Guys, tax sale investing and OTC and investing both are just incredible businesses. Now, if you're ready to start or if you're ready to grow your business, please remind yourself to always continue learning. Always strive for more knowledge on how you can operate your business more efficiently and more profitably. To this day, despite many, many years of experience, Learning different strategies, different processes, systems, techniques, that has been the catalyst to the growth in my tax sale business. I truly hope that you found this episode helpful and that you are enjoying my podcast. If you are, please consider taking just a few seconds out of your day to leave some positive feedback on whatever platform you're listening to us on. It really gives us the motivation and desire to continue to expand our business on both the free and premium sides so we're able to help out as many new tax sale investors as possible. And we truly hope that we have at least a small impact on your tax sale success. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. Take care and make it a successful day. See ya.